Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jambo, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Radio Harambe. We are here talking with uh, Christina, my co-host, and my ex-co-host, Dave. <laughs> Hello, Dave. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you doing out there in, in cool, sun, or, uh, cloudy and cool uh, Las Vegas? It's, uh, it's, I, I, I just texted you <laughs> our weather forecast. It's going to be 110 <laughs> this weekend. While he's in Maine, it, the high is 66 or 66. 65. Yep. 65, like 66. I'll, yeah. I'll take our 110 over that. <laughs> we, no, we I'll, almost, I'll take So what we brought Dave back from his retirement to uh, <laughs> discuss our 10th anniversary on July 1st. We downloaded our very first episode on June 29th, wow. uh, 2013, obviously. We uh, we broadcasted our little intro that Dave did um, to sort of get things rocking and rolling. Um, so we went, we figured we'd go back, kind of do a retrospective of Radio Harambe over the 10 years between me and Dave. 10 years is a big deal. 10 years is a long time. So Especially long for a podcast. Yes, that Dave couldn't handle it anymore, and he stopped about, what, about um, a year ago now? He's just on a temporary hiatus. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> So what yeah, we're going to yeah, do is at least a year ago, if not a little more than that. It might be more than a year now. I yeah, can't, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to keep track. We just yeah, have to yeah. keep lining up really great guests. That's right. Uh, we, had, we had him come back for Natty and the Joe Rohde interviews and all that kind of right, thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> but so uh, Christina's going to ask Dave and I a few questions about the podcast, about how we're here, just to sort of, uh, as a special 10th anniversary show, I th- figured we'd do something special. Um... So, you know, I will, I will do the usual advertisements for Tee Public at the end of the show. So why don't we get started and Christina can ask us. It was only a couple of questions that we're going to go through and kind of reminisce about the, about the show. So go ahead, Christina. Sure. Okay. So I, I think we should start at the beginning. Okay. Tell us the story. Why did you start Radio Harambe? Dave, go ahead. Why don't you tell us your version of that story? Well, I think um, if you think about 10, 10 years ago or so, um, it was a park that I think Mike and I both really loved, and but yet it was very underappreciated by the Disney sort of, what would you call it, social media, Disney sort of online yeah. family at the time. It was very underappreciated. In fact, it was much maligned. Half I mean, day at the, park. Yeah, at the time it was being called a half day park, a zoo, it's too hot, uh, there's nothing to do there and all that kind of stuff. Don't waste your time if you're there. And Mike and I, I mean, there were some, some very popular podcasts and blogs and things like that at the time that both Mike and I listened to. And we used to hear these things constantly, you know, all the time. We used to hear that kind of stuff. So we decided... I decided after Mike and I had spent, I don't know, a number of years before that doing a, uh, a blog, writing mm-hmm. a blog, that, uh, you know, and also, let me back up a little bit, also, uh, you know, there were a lot of podcasts at this point on Disney, you know, and a lot of them kind of all doing the same thing, which is, you know, uh, crowd times and... Uh, you know, where's the best place to get a hot dog and stuff like that, right, right. you know, and, and Mike and I wanted to do something a little different. And uh, I wanted to incorporate Mike's sort of expertise for animals and love of animals. And I wanted to do something. Um, I don't know if it was my idea or yours, Mike, to go to a, to go to a podcast. Probably it was mine because I'm, uh, I'm an audio guy. Yeah, it was yours. Podcasts were becoming a big thing. I was a radio DJ for many years and am still and. I just wanted to, you know, change the focus of what we were doing and kind of focus on this park that, that Mike and I felt 
was sort of being underserved. And then I think that lasted probably, what, like before all of a sudden it became the topic of Disney because of Avatar and things like that. I mean, we, we had incredibly good timing for the uh, Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> one of the things we were going to talk about a little bit is we had to, yeah. we, we lucked out in that. Our third episode was the episode where you and I debated whether or not Avatar Land was a good idea. So it, the podcast occurred right around the same time that, that was announced. Uh, yeah, Avatar was announced. So uh, the the blog that Dave's talking about early on was Mouse Extra, which we did for a few years. Yeah, and, and then we turned the blog over to Jumbo everyone. So for about a year, we did a Animal Kingdom centric blog and it was from that where you started talking about doing a podcast oh so that yeah so that was where I, that's where i kind of where everything sort of runs together in my mind right it's yeah. like I, I probably had those ideas about you doing an uh, you know serving the park or talking about the park because we liked it and felt it was underappreciated that was probably what led to the beginning of jumbo everyone the plot the blog yeah. Um, and then, you know, just down the road, deciding that, you know, as, as blogs started to go away and social media sort of took over that sort sure. of thing, I just thought the podcast would be better and easier and kind of would uh, incorporate again Mike's passion and, and incredible knowledge of, of, um, of animals and, and conservation and things like that, which I thought was something that no other podcaster who was doing Disney stuff would have anything near that, you know, have any, any, anything near that kind of ability to know these things about animals and what they're seeing and what this means for species survival and stuff like that. Sure. It's just, it was one of those things that like, you know, people were saying bad things about the park we liked and we wanted to sort of, you know, defend the park. Yeah, defend <laughs> We want to defend the park and tell them all they're wrong because they all were. So yeah, that's, that's and what we did. And when we started, uh, way back when, for those listeners who uh, remember this 10 years ago, I'm not sure how many of them are still around, um, we used to do a different format. Dave, very early on when we were talking about doing a podcast, and I, I remember the text messages distinctly, Dave texted me, let's do a podcast, but it's only Animal Kingdom. I said, nobody's going to listen to a podcast that's just about Animal Kingdom. we gotta, we got to at least touch on the other parks. And Dave's response was, well, then forget it. Um, and then like a couple of weeks later, he brought it up to me again and we talked about it. And oddly enough, Dave was the one who was, let's just stick to the animal kingdom. Let's not do anything else. And as far as I know, there, I know there was one podcast that lasted for a little while that was just about Epcot, but I can't think of any others that was just about no. one park. Right. Um, and at the very beginning, we did uh, local news, world news, and then a thing right. about Animal Kingdom. So we did touch on, um, per my insistence at the very beginning, <laughs> right. on uh, everything else going on in Disney World. That lasted. That for was quite my some compromise. Time. That was my compromise. That was your compromise, <laughs> and it lasted for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, many years. And uh, people probably, again, the early listeners probably remember Dave, uh, and I know you do, because uh, we would talk about it right before we would go on, how I pretended to be from someplace else. Right. I, uh, I Don't would tell come up with an animal that I wanted to pretended. mention briefly. And I would say, ah, this is, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm out in uh, this whatever park in the middle of the Congo, for example. We're right, studying right. a copy or whatever. And I can't tell you uh, how many people... Uh, DM me, or, or or I guess DM me, to say that uh, you know how, what is it that you do that you're like every other week you're in either the Congo and then all of a sudden you're in Australia then all of a sudden you're in the Antarctica how, what what is it that can you I do go right ahead those people yes Christina uh, was one of those people I you were a zoologist and then right. I finally found out what you do and went oh and people found out that I'm just an attorney sitting in a sit. <laughs> Sitting, this, sitting in my living room in New Jersey. <laughs> I thought you were going to say people were DMing you where to go for breakfast or their favorite yeah. place. To no, no, no. Out. Nobody has travel tips, but they were all very <laughs> curious as to how I got around to these places. Yeah, because um, like you know, one week you'd be in, yeah, one week you'd be in Taipei, and the next week you'd be yeah. in northern Canada or something right, like exactly, that. You know, exactly. yeah. But what, what well, I, a peek behind the curtain, what would really happen would be you know, Dave would text me and say, hey, half an hour, let's let's uh, are you ready to go? Because I would look up news or whatever. And I say, yeah. And he said, you know, where you're, you're going to be from today. 
and I'd be right. like, oh hell, uh, let me let me let me figure it out. Give <laughs> me fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, that's yeah. how it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a way that I thought would be best to kind of give some sort of conservation information. Now I do it through the Planet Watch. I think it's more more involved than it used to be but it would it would be some way for me to like just name an animal where it's from and like spend two minutes about what's going on with it it, it worked i mean people liked it the 10th anniversary should have started off with that we should have <laughs> i should have been from you know the ituri forest in the congo studying okapi i agree but yeah and um, i and i and just to just to sort of you know not to give up on this point for a second but i i, I thought it was you know, brilliant because it was, it really was a way for like, uh, uh, there was a couple things I wanted to do right in the beginning. And, and it was always to incorporate conservation in some way, shape or form. And, and I think we kind of, you know, how are we going to do that was sort of right. a struggle. And, and Mike's point was, well, yeah, I, I think I remember one of us, either you or me saying, well, we don't want to we don't want to make this a preachy uh, podcast about just Correct. conservation. So we want to keep it short and just sort of bring something up. And then you came up with that idea or one of us came up with that idea of, of, of doing it that way and just kind of mentioning a, um, you know, a species that is under threat at least once a show and just have that being part of it, you know. And then yeah. as Mike um, mentioned before, he insisted that we spend a portion of the show talking about the rest of Disney World, which was always the reason why I got in trouble with other fans of Disney. It was no, always if you look at our reviews. There's there they, they yeah. go back and you know how yeah. that was always the criticism, us particularly of you. You of me. Uh, hated, yeah. you hate Disney World, right? Right. You went I, there like twice a year all the time, but you hated it. <laughs> at the time, a minimum of twice a year. Yeah. Oftentimes, it was more than twice a year. But yet, I hated it because I didn't like the fact that they were charging, you know, fifteen dollars for a hot dog or something or you know, whatever it was. Now, that I was nowadays, they're about. charging you twenty-seven dollars for fast passes. I mean, Mike. It's, Why yeah, are you I getting them? <laughs> that was the every, show. That was every, the popularity of the show was me and him fighting. I think yeah. we could talk day. about that a little, a little bit more. But the the, the, the thing with the the animals actually was an accident. I, if you go back and you listen to like I think it's like the second show maybe uh, you said something to me it was really off the cuff I mean I was actually in Maine and you said something to me of you know Safari Mike's up in Maine what are you studying and I just off the off my off the top of my head just said you know humpback whales or sperm whales or whatever I said and it just became a thing after that it was really totally by accident the Is first show wouldn't have had that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there you go. So that 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 I don't remember that, but that, well, it was ten uh, years ago, <laughs> and, and it was probably right. It was probably one of those things where I just said, "Yeah, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for something like that. You know, yeah, exactly yeah. that kind of thing." Yeah. And so, uh, and we always and we uh, and uh, one of the things I'm proudest of, and that you know, in those whatever nine of those ten years or wherever many it was, was that we never lost focus on that. Like that, it never it never turned into a for lack of a better term, a Mickey Mouse podcast. It was never that. It never, you know, it was. We are not pixie dusters. Never were, never will be. We never were. We never will be. And we were, but, you know, we were not haters. I mean, we were, <laughs> we were doing a pod. This is what always kills me about this. Like, we're doing a podcast about Disney. We spend our lives doing this for nothing. We get nothing. Zero. There's no money. Right. There's no nothing in return. And you're telling me you think I don't like it <laughs> or that right. Mike doesn't like it or something. But we always had the love for that and the culture that that the animal kingdom was given us. And I think really from the beginning, it was like, you know, I, I could speak only on my end. I think Mike's um, what, what Mike really loved was the conservation aspect, yep. which was part of his life long before the animal kingdom was ever built. Um, and I was always the person who loved the history of Imagineering and the history of Disney and the design of the parks. And I've got stacks of books on that kind of stuff. And I love the backstories and all those kind of things is what always captured me about Disney. And the Animal Kingdom offered that in, you know, <laughs> in spades more than just than all the other parks, you know. And so it was 
it was a good marriage of sort of the thing that I loved about Disney and the thing that Mike liked about the Animal Kingdom. And plus there was great music and all this kind of different, you know. The only thing I ever worried about was the fact that, you know, we were both pretty ignorant of sort of the cultural aspects of the park. You know, like we didn't know anything about African culture no, or okay. Asian African or anything Asian. like that. We didn't really know that stuff. So it like took some time to kind of read about it. I remember earlier, early on in the process doing blog postings about the history of that part of, of Africa sure. because I just wanted to learn about it, just to have that stuff in my back pocket, just to know what, what we're really discussing here and not say anything wrong <laughs> about that kind of stuff. Because it was, you know, we were really ignorant to that part of it. But that was really all we were ignorant of. And and I, I, I think the, the um, you know, the the love that we had for both of those aspects, for Mike, for the, the animals, the conservation, and me for the design of the park and all that stuff really came out, especially in those, especially in those first few years. But I, I, I got to go, <laughs> I, I love, I got to go back to the Avatar thing because here we are three episodes into a podcast that we wanted to do about this animal kingdom that nobody liked and nobody talked about. And I think we are probably three episodes in and we already had our first argument about <laughs> what we, you know, yeah, Avatar we, was uh, right? episode three was our first big, uh, to, to go back. Our very first episode was, um, you know, dealing with the heat in Animal Kingdom and whether Animal Kingdom was hotter than other parks. That was Which our is, first episode. That, that that was one of the bees I had in my bonnet, too, about it's, that. Yeah. The second episode was just a walk through the for the Maharaja Jungle Trek and kind of like uh, the backstory and all that kind of stuff. Which you picked that, you, and you picked that stuff up. Like, that was the aspect that I liked, but you dove deep into that stuff, I did. too. And you became the person who did that. Even I though I think in the beginning, I, what I wanted to do too, but I became so entrenched in the audio side of it and all that kind of right. stuff. In the early, especially in the early days, it was harder to do this stuff on audio than it is now. <laughs> and the third episode was our big battle over Avatar. Right. I thought it was a terrible idea. You thought it would could work. And then, oddly enough, when Avatar Land actually opened, you weren't a big fan and I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, you thought it worked, and I thought it was a terrible idea. That shouldn't, yeah, that shouldn't have been done. Let's sure. so it. Christina for, is, for sure. is crossing out questions as as we speak because we're going through uh, <laughs> the first question. The first question. Twenty minutes later, we're still answering the first question. Uh, all right. So, what else? What other questions do you have? <laughs> well, I mean, one of the question I was crossing off was, you know, how uh, important was the opening of Avatar Land to the success of your show? And I think we kind of answered that. It yeah, was vital. I think so. I it was think so. it was vital. I mean, it became. I think Avatar became yeah. a real talking point to the Disney community in general. And all of a sudden, the, the Disney, that Disney's Animal Kingdom was a hot topic very early on in our show. Yeah, yeah. About it. And we followed the, the process of Avatar. I mean, if somebody had picked up, for example, you know, doing a Disney Hollywood Studios podcast about four years ago or whatever it is, five years ago, they could have, you know, run the gamut for Rise of the Resistance right. and like did the whole thing for that. We sure. were lucky and we just happened to, I mean, we had been doing the blog for over a year by that point and then a jump everyone. But uh, the show opened and like, you know, three weeks later, they're announcing that Avatar is coming to Disney. So, right. It, it just, right. And, and in particular, and, and Disney's it, Animal Kingdom. And people were, you know, looking for a discussion about it, for a talk about it. It was controversial for everyone. And I think because we were the only people that really... You know, I mean, I, it worked all of these things that w worked in our favor because, you know, all these other podcasters on Disney for all these, you know, for the years before we started doing it, all spent their time expressing how much they didn't like the Animal Kingdom. So if you wanted to find two actual fans of the Animal Kingdom to discuss this and discuss it honestly, you had to come to us because we were the only ones. Everybody else was like, you know, their takes on it were very different. Like we were the only ones that cared and really talked about whether or not it fits the story and whether or not it it makes sense for the park and all that kind of stuff. And, right. and, and if you go if you go back to that time, the podcast, a lot of them were, I mean, I'm sorry to say this, really dumb. I mean, <laughs> they, <laughs> they... No, she, he's not wrong. He's they not. treated the listener like they would do a show 
We're going to talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean is a boat ride. It's in Adventureland. Right. Oh, right, oh okay. Right, and right. and it, they treated it as if the listener wasn't like a huge fan of Disney. Dave and I have known right from the beginning that if you're listening to Radio Harambe, you know what Pirates of the Caribbean is. You know what Kilimanjaro Safaris is. Right. You know what the Contemporary Resort is. I mean, you're right. a, a fan of the show, and you, you treat the listener as if they know the basics. They might not know, you know, that Harambe was was built in 1961, and what you know the the, sto- the story behind that. They wouldn't know that, and that's what they're coming to you for. They want right. that deep dive. They want that information that you know right. you really got to go searching for. They don't need to know that Pirates of the Caribbean is a boat ride. They know that. So right. I think that and was important, too. There was a lot of podcasts, more so back then than really now, that treated the listener as if they didn't know anything about Disney. They either did they that. They learn about Disney. And the, the they, people, right. I don't think people do. They either, they either, it was either a podcast like Mike's describing, or it was, um, this is the greatest park in the history of the world. And this well, is... Sure. And this is what time of year you should go, and this is the travel agent you should buy from. You know that's right. that's, that's what they that's what they all were. And I have this book I wrote about it, so you should buy this book because this is the greatest park in the history of the world. That's what they all were. There was never there were there were very few places, and and I, I mean I used to listen to them. I don't listen to Disney podcasts anymore, so I have no idea what they're like. But uh, <laughs> at the, I don't. But at the time. There was precious few people who you would actually be able to listen to, and they would be willing to criticize things. The, the yeah. podcasts but weren't that way. For some you could reason, listen to, to Matt Hotchberg doing his WDW Today. Right. You could listen to the Wedway Boys, Matt, and who, who of course is now right. my co-host on a sports show. But Matt and Nate, I mean, those are great shows. But and, yeah, and most of them were unlistenable. That's why I started listening to the hipsters because the Disney hipsters were like the, the first people were I listened to. I mean, they had a different yeah. style, obviously. And yeah. We and uh, you know, they were hugely popular uh, when we started, and they were also from New Jersey, and you know, they loved the Animal Kingdom. Uh, yeah. That was like their favorite park, and they reached out to me or Dave, and we became very good friends with them. And I, we actually right away. Uh, yeah. I know Dave was on the show a few times. I was on the show more than a few times back then. Right. Uh, in fact, you know Jamie and Keith, who were one of them, ha- couldn't do the show a couple times. We were the we were the bullpen. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's right, that's right. So we did it. We did it a few times, um, and you know they've long since given up their show. But um, right. you know, so they they were very important too at the very beginning for us in terms of Radio Harambe because they they were hugely popular already by the time we started and helped get the word out for Radio Harambe. That's for sure. And they were like the only ones that were that were they were kind of part of the inspiration. I think when early on for us, I mean, I don't think I knew about them or if I did, I, I'm not sure I knew much about them when we first started the podcast. But I think as we started listening to them, we were, I was that kind of helped me sort of loosen up a little bit and say, if I don't like something, I'm going to say it. Yeah, they're, you know? they're they're not afraid to criticize, and they're also not afraid yeah. to curse on their show. If you go back <laughs> right. and listen to their show, it's 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 rated R. We never did that. We we never did that. We always I, we hardly ever cursed, Mike. I mean, uh, we we I think we made a or I made a conscious effort that I didn't want to do that. And any a couple of times actually, you actually yeah. did, you put a, a tiger roar over it. I, I put believe. a I put a, a bleep in it, yeah, or a lion yeah. roar, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an <laughs> elephant trumpeting or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Because we had some of your friends on that did not adhere to the family first yeah, policy. Yeah, the history. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know Andrew exactly. was on and cursed a few times. He didn't want yeah. to, just he couldn't help. He just that's <laughs> <laughs> What other questions do we have here? I mean, you guys are already kind of touching on it, but um, so other than being on other podcasts right. and um, yeah. Avatar obviously being a big um, breakthrough, how did you grow the show? With through no fault of our own, <laughs> I think part of it was Twitter. Okay. Yeah, Mike took over Twitter, and, and I, I remember this also that. distinctly. Yeah. I was actually in the park, uh, in Disney's Animal Kingdom, when Dave texted me um, to say this was the this must have been like 2012 because it was before the show. It was right when we were starting to do the right. blog, and uh, he texted me and said, "I just did Twitter, download it." Here's the password. It's at Jumbo Everyone. I forget what the password was. It's long right. since changed. Uh, start tweeting stuff. Right. I said, well, <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm in the park. I'm going on a ride. What do you mean start tweeting stuff? I don't want to start tweeting. What is, what is Twitter? I had no idea what Twitter was. 
<laughs> and, you know, 11 years later, I have, you know, whatever, 7,000 followers and eight kajillion tweets. So, um, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think social media definitely was a big part of getting the show out there at the time. And I was I became a very, very quickly. I became a very active participant in Twitter and debating various things and, you know, getting a following pretty quickly. So I think that was that and being on the hipsters and uh, Avatar. And and, and I I would do Dave wouldn't do it. No, I think he went on Matt's show, right? You went on Wedway, I think. Yes. Because you were friendly with Matt and and still are, obviously. Yes. Um, Matt and Nate, I should say. I I did pretty much. I was pretty much a podcast uh, whore. I mean, if if somebody said, hey, Mike, you want to come on and talk? Sure, I'll do it. I'm on. And I would do, I mean, if it had four listeners, I was on it. I was I, Very early on, anybody asked me to be on a Disney podcast, I jumped on it. Um, right. And, you know, I would, you know, build up the show. And there were quite a few that um, that were pretty popular, like yeah, Modern Mouse. and you know, Right, right. You did Modern Mouse. I think I, might have did, I think I might have did Modern Mouse once. With, with uh, okay. All right. What's, what's the host's name again? I can't Taylor. think of it. Yeah, Josh, yeah, I think I did. I think I. Did. I actually met him once. He's a very nice guy. I met. Yeah. We we walked around World Showcase for a couple hours once. <laughs> and 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 not only would you say yes to everyone, but if anybody like wrote me and said, "Can somebody? Can we talk to you guys?" I'd say he sure. And then I and then I and then I'd send my, it here's to my Mike email. and say, "Here's my right." <laughs> Michael talk yeah, to you. He'll, he likes this stuff. That's that's, that's fair. <laughs> that's a very fair observation. That's true. <laughs> that was really the only way to grow it. That and at that time. Um, you know, and just being consistent and being on a lot and, uh, you know, knowing. Done, but we're going to do more of. Right. I mean, that's that was the, at the time. It certainly was I, I, the podcast landscape in these 10 years has changed so much. It's not right. even funny. I do a different podcast. And and, you know, so I'm, I'm still. I. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm still a podcaster. I still know how to do all that stuff and I still do it all the time. But, but it's uh, it's just a very different landscape to when it was back then. It was like the Wild West back then. I mean, yeah. And, and everybody knew each other and, and, but you see, the thing was, <laughs> I, I always had, there was two things that always, I always wanted to adhere to. Mm-hmm. Um, one was what we mentioned before, which was the conservation stuff. And the other one was, I absolutely would, did not want anything from Disney. <laughs> and I did not want any, I'm very, very careful about advertising using uh, a, um, you know, getting advertisements from a uh, travel agent or a Disney travel or something like that. I was very careful about that um, right from the beginning because I, I, I didn't want one. Of, one of the things I didn't like were the podcasters who seemed to just be glorified, uh, you know, uh, marketing arms for Disney. Oh. There were plenty, yeah, there were marketing arms yeah. and there were guys who were travel agents and all they were doing were trying to right. drive business. Yeah, the Diz right. podcast, for for example, I don't even sure. know if they're still around, but those guys, yeah. all they talk, I remember I, I got so mad at them because they would talk about like $20,000 add-ons. Oh, you should get it. It's very worth it. I mean, they just were not realistic and they were just trying to get more money and it, yeah, it's... Then there's the whole Lou Mangello thing, <laughs> right? Stands. So I so I was always aware of that, and I and I always like adhered to that. We had a, you know, we had one friend of ours, uh, Jen Green, who did some who we did some advertising and helped for, but that's what we did. I said to you know we became friends, and I said to her, well, I don't want any money from you, just. <laughs> Yeah, she just you had know, like a little. Uh, there was like a link on our website for the link. Time. I'll throw a little. I'll throw a little audio ad on there, and if you get anything and you want to throw it back, here's where you donate the money to. You right. know, that's that was what we always had because it just it was two things that were really important to me from the beginning. So that kind of um, stunts your growth a little bit when it comes to building the podcast audience. So we were really dependent, especially in the early days, on Mike and the Twitter. And and <laughs> and being so, I mean, being so out there and willing to, like he said, talk to everybody, and not I only did. on on podcasts but also on Twitter. He was answering I people's did. questions on Twitter. He was, you know, if people said, "What is this all about?" Mike would write them an email and tell them if that's what it was. So that was kind of how we did it. It was very <laughs> organic, I guess is the word they use now, right? It was very built up, 
Yeah, uh, slow, slowly but surely. And I also think, and I know one of the questions is this, so we're going to delve into that. I also think uh, <laughs> Dave, Dave and I's, Dave, Dave and I being brothers, um, <laughs> also, um, you know, we weren't afraid to argue, and we often right. did, and I think that created a specific dynamic that yes. people enjoyed. People would comment on it all the time. You know, you know, we're fighting, and you heard some of us. You know, we would fight, and then, it, but you know, as soon as the podcast was over, it was whatever. It's not like we were. I mean, we were fighting about Disney at each other. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. And, and I don't think we ever. It was never. I, I think the word "fight" is definitely not the right word. I would say we would debate uh, things. I think we would. De- we would de- debate. We would. Bicker we would debate. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I don't even think it was bickering. It was more debating. Like, like I. It was. Know, it, it, we have different. We have different takes on things, and most of that For stuff sure. was usually about new things in the park, For sure. or or stuff like that. I mean, we you know, we have probably I mean, uh, certainly towards the end of my time on there, we had quite a few of those because snarkiness got the better of you. It did, and <laughs> because I was getting disillusioned, you know. I had I have, with, I have quite a few people had mentioned and, and uh, your snarkiness at, at different times, and somebody oh sure. You know, it was weird because I was listening to a podcast just randomly. Be Our Guest was doing a podcast about, you know, podcasts that they've loved over the years. And Be Our Guest is doing it way before we even did it. And they're still doing it. Mike Rallman still does it. Oh, wow. And one of the guys said, um, you know what I used to love? I used to love Radio Harambe. And I looked <laughs> them up and I know they're still doing shows. Uh, I, I, they were great because, you know, it was two brothers. They would argue. They would bicker. You knew they loved Disney. But they wouldn't be afraid to mock it if if it was appro- if they thought it was appropriate. And the the guy actually brought up Dave. If you remember the game that we used to play, Dave <laughs> guessed how much that costs. Right. He specifically brought that up um, as a, a, a and, and talked about your snarkiness with those things. <laughs> you see, you see, Christine, you see, Christina, he he. He pushed me into that a little bit too. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Like, absolutely. like Dave, guess how much it costs? Because he wants me to flip out when he tells me how much this stupid <laughs> thing costs. Because, no, because my something reasonably priced. That, <laughs> no, no, never, no, I mean, was. I'm not gonna. You know, I wasn't gonna do an ice cream sandwich that cost six dollars or whatever. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Some tour that cost two hundred and forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> And so much has changed, right? And so much has gotten more expensive over this time, over these 10 years that Mike and I, I mean, oh, sure. 10, years, 10 years ago, I was probably playing $300 in annual pets. Yeah, you know, good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, you know, because yeah. I was a DVC member and, right. and all that kind of stuff. So much has changed. So it's like, and and Mike knew how much that kind of stuff bothered me. And, <laughs> and he just sort of pushed those buttons every once in a while to make sure that got a rise out of me over whatever it was you know a tour that's going to cost 280 dollars a person or something like that i actually know i christina actually has a story about us arguing on the show don't you i wasn't gonna say it (laughs) no go ahead no absolutely go ahead first time i downloaded your show right long before i met you and joined the run club i was in right um to which when I met you, I started listening again. But the very first one, you guys had some sort of massive <laughs> fight. And about, that was it for me. Yeah, she hated it. <laughs> about what? What were we fighting about? I don't, Do you, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just remember being like, Wow, this is really angry. <laughs> there were, I mean, Mike can probably do this better than me, but there were a few things that I stuck my flag in the sand over that um, really got people annoyed uh, that he always pushed me on. Like, you know, things like um, when they removed off kilter from. Oh, yes, you did. You did not like that. It, it right. Uh, or Bordica. Because it was. 2015, Could be. I would have heard it. Could be. So it might have been the off-culture thing. I, I'm not sure. Luckily, I just happened to randomly pick the one show. I yeah. still uh, have people on uh, Twitter, even to this day, make fun of me for because what I what what happened on that particular show. I know Dave loved off-culture. I was not the biggest fan in the world. They were fine. I was not the biggest fan in the world. 
but when they got removed, I really pushed Dave on on the off kilter mm. thing because I was like, you know, good riddance. They could hear them from, you know, Hollywood studios. You could hear them. They ruined the whole park. Blah blah blah. Stupid stuff like right. that. And people still uh, text me like, "Well, you, you're the one that wanted off kilter gone." <laughs> right, 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 right. I think I I got people annoyed because I didn't like Frozen, the movie. Oh I yeah, Frozen the, and the whole. I thought that was. Whole, a, uh, the Frozen Ride coming to Norway, I think. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a nice kids show, mostly for little girls. And I know I brought it up. I didn't it, think I, the movie I, was, you know. Yeah. I, I brought it up with um, on our show, and I it got a lot of <laughs> Twitter comments, was Lou Mangiello. Um, God, you always pick that show. I had happened to hear the show. I just by happenstance, I heard it. Because I would listen to Disney podcasts even when I was getting kind of annoyed with them. And he said, yeah, well, you know, Frozen doesn't take place in Norway, so that doesn't really fit. That was the only comment he said. Right. And then, of course, you know, like nine months later, Disney announces, uh, or a year later, whatever it was, Frozen's coming to Norway. And he's on, like, some news channel talking about what a great idea this is, how it fits perfectly into Norway. And right. it just so annoyed me. And I remember, right. I remember digging up the old show and tweeting about it. I was just, yeah. I mean, that kind of stuff irritated me, too. Yeah. That, right. always, that that kind of stuff always irritated me. Also. Any other questions? <laughs> I have lots of questions. You do? Okay. I think we've only answered two so far. Uh, no, um, four. Okay. <laughs> uh, so how, over, over 10 years, yeah. big deal, has the show changed? Well, for one, Dave's gone. Number two... Well, um, he's on hiatus. Hiatus, whatever. <laughs> no, number Dave's two, gone. <laughs> number two is, you know, we used to have longer shows, and like, we did the world news and the and the local news. Uh, um, I've since added Safari Mike's Planet Watch into the host of these five minute real brief conservation things. Uh, how else has it changed? I mean, well, to, I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously now after 270 something shows or whatever it is, I mean, you sort of have to think hard sometimes about what you want to talk about. <laughs> well, and that was, that was, uh, always the fear, right? We, we always talked about we're going to kind of run out of these things sooner or later. Um, that's why I think Mike delayed that and from being an inevitable thing by making me do the news stuff and talk a little bit about the mm -hmm. um, that's true. That, the the W you know the rest of the Walt Disney World because there were times uh, on many occasions like including off kilter or something where we would do a 45 minute animal kingdom show and Dave would spend 20 minutes ranting about something at Epcot, you right. know, or, or so, stuff like that. So that, that definitely did it went to move to like a sort of a single topic show. We always did the world. We always did the news. I don't think we changed that much over the years until the very end. Um, yeah, now I just do new, new shows every once in a while. Right. right. But, well, I mean, especially if you think about Christina, if you think about the time, like the, the, the timeline Mike's telling you about, like the episode three, that was the announcement of Avatar. So wow. then it's a two year build. Right. <laughs> and then yeah, more than that. Right. Or yeah, like a three a or couple four years later when we started getting like, you know, what was coming. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, there was this was definitely a time where there was always news. Right. And then right after it opened, there was always something to talk about with the Animal Kingdom, always. And when there wasn't anything kind of news related, we would we would dip into these things like, you know, uh, a walk through the Maharaja jungle trek or a talk about something like that. Or occasionally we'd talk about conservation with somebody or an, author, an author or something along those lines. We'd done that a couple of times too. Yeah. And yeah, we had the um, Snow Leopard guy, Dr. Jackson, right. Dan Savage, the cotton top right. tavern woman. Yeah. And I was always, I, I, I always said I, I did not want, I really didn't want anybody who worked for Disney. The only exception I would give would have been to Joe Rohde and we didn't get him until he didn't work for Disney anymore. Right. Like I didn't want, again, I, my, I was always afraid of being a shill for Disney because they didn't need me to be a shill. <laughs> they have enough, they have enough market. Yeah, they make enough money. They have enough. Money. But I don't think it, you know, when you think about it, Mike, over those years, it didn't change a whole lot. The show? Really, no, not the really. Sh the show didn't really. We always kind of did it like, you know, let's let's incorporate some news and let's let's go off on something for a few minutes, a topic here or there. Yeah. 
yeah. about what was, you know, maybe something a little different, you know, and a little bit about design or maybe about animals or something like that and kind of do a little deep dive for the people who, uh, you know, who wanted that. Right. And uh, uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm not going to pat, pat myself on the back too much. But it wasn't long before when we started doing this show before the online and social media view of Animal Kingdom changed. And it changed before <laughs> Avatar opened. Oh, it did. It did. You know, I think I think Mike's efforts in that regard and the podcast and opening people's eyes to what this stuff, you know, to these things. And you think about all the stuff that changed in that time, right? Like since then you know things have closed camp mini mickey was closed we had the right. rivers of light the rivers of light come in and go we had you know all these different things the uh, probably nemo even opened at that time right it did it did yeah it, yeah so, it did. so a lot of stuff has changed and a lot of stuff has been added and it was just always something to talk about so it you know as far as format goes i don't think it changed too much and i think it always worked do you have a favorite show that we did yeah mm-hmm. yeah Oh, as soon as Mike told me we're going to interview Joe Rody, <laughs> that's when I knew I did never. I that was that was it. That was the that was the mic drop for me. That was the end. Yeah, like drop the mic. I'm done. I'm not. It's not going to get better than this because he was a spectacular interview. He was. He's a fascinating guy. He's the whole reason why I wanted to do the the podcast to begin with because he's the reason why the the the, the park appeals to me the way it does, as opposed to Mike who has other reasons, right? Because the species stuff and the animal stuff appeals. Right, to I him. worked at the Bronx Zoo for twenty years. Right. right, I mean that that appeals to Mike in a different way. For me, it was the incredible design, it was the incredible backstory, the culture, and this was the guy who brought all that in. So, I would definitely put that at the top. Um, Natty, I know you like the interview. I mean, Natty is a Natty's a wonderful guy. That was a good I interview mean, too. A wonder, probably well, a great interview. What a what an amazing guy he is. And both of those interviews are interviews you can listen to now, and sure, and sure. they you know and they still have they still have something to to inform you on. They're great. Um, we had some ideas that I liked. I liked starting, and we never kind of finished it. But I liked starting the the Hall of Fame, the Animal Kingdom Hall of Fame. I thought that was a good idea. We did that twice. I, I plan on doing that again. Yeah, I liked that idea. That was fun. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Mike? You got? Is there any specific shows that you liked that you well, remember? The ones you back? mentioned, obviously. Uh, I, I kind I got a lot of good feedback on a couple of the ones where I did like extensive research. Oh, those were always great, yeah, especially like, the walkthroughs I, I, and stuff, yeah. Not just that, but I did one about how uh, Disney went about getting all the animals when the park first opened, and, and Joe Rody right. retweeted, retweeted that. Uh, I remember that, yeah, that was a, that was a great show. Uh, I, when I did, you know, the, the real-life uh, um, places that influenced Avatar, like the mountains in China and that oh, great yes. off of Oman, I thought that worked out well. And I also thought, Dave, that I, I'm surprised you didn't mention this one, but when you did the music shows, those were the only shows I never took part of. Where oh, you, yeah. You just went through, like, the different songs that were actually being played and the background loops and, you know, who the our artists were and what they were doing and that kind of stuff. I think those worked out pretty right. well, too. So one of the things I, I you know, here, here's another, we talk about, uh, we talked about the Disney hipsters before. One of the things that they really influenced me on was um, to put a background loop to, uh, in, right. into the show they always had one they always just threw a background loop in and, you, and um they were like as interested in the music as i was and i remember talking to I, one of the one of them um oh, I, I, probably andy if i remember correctly about the music and him saying to me well this is not this is like these are real guys like th- this is not loop music that disney mm-hmm. made this mm-hmm. when you're going through africa and those parts th- these are real artists so right. so i like took the time to sort of see who those artists were and research them a little bit and just kind of kind of open that up a little bit and give you know give people a look into that so that was a lot of fun doing that that was a lot of fun making that uh that one because you learned all about some of these guys and you know you're talking about People who are musicians in very depressed parts of the world, mm-hmm. um, and you know, 
they have fascinating stories. And if again, if you listen to the interview with Nadi Gabashi, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, sure. I was just going to say these, right? Had a similar story. <laughs> and these are the same, right? And this is this is what you get. But I, and I always like, like I said, I always like Mike's sort of guided tours. I know he did one of Dino Land and mm-hmm. uh, of Harambe. I Those did. were ones that I liked. I you always liked the, the history ones. Uh, we did one. We, if I were to to. Now that we're talking about it, there are things that are coming to me, right, as we're thinking about it. But sure. um, didn't we do one about the influences of Animal Kingdom and went all the way back to things like uh, True Life Adventures? Oh, yeah. I think we and, actually had Josh Taylor on the, to talk about uh, the movies of True Life Adventures. That was part of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think we might have had Matt Parrish on to talk about sort of early Disneyland. Uh, that's very possible. I think he was right? on the show. Yeah, yeah, so I, I I always those are the ones that I always like the best for sure. Uh, and this might be a similar to the same question, but favorite moment on the show? I actually have a distinct answer for this. Okay. <laughs> um, we were doing the blog at the time, and I became friendly. You know, mostly I, I did meet her, but mostly on social media with somebody who worked. She was the head of food service in Harambe. Her name was Molly. She's no longer with Disney. Um, and she kind of DM'd me and said, hey, just so you know, those construction walls that are coming up in Harambe, they're building a whole new market back there. They're going to build like a whole new food thing. So I started tweeting that out, saying, you know, I've been hearing, and I a lot of people, including like that Shlemiel that does... Uh, uh, WW News or whatever, whatever his would would respond saying, no, 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 it's just they're just building a trail that goes to Asia. It's a new walking trail. And I said, no, it's going to be in market. There's going to be food. There's going to be stuff back there. And and eventually they, you know, announced Harambe Market, which was also what I've been calling it the whole time with those six months leading up to that. That's right. Being being able to do that breaking news show. About that, that cool. announcement for for Harambe Market and sticking it to all those people who were saying uh, that I was wrong, you're crazy, it's not right. going to be that. That's probably my favorite moment. Vindictiveness. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. What about you, Dave? Oh, when I realized that Mike wasn't kidding, this really was Joe Rody on the other end. <laughs> yeah, that it wasn't it wasn't oh. a, wasn't a Joe Rody impersonator. <laughs> I, 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 as soon as as soon as the guy said, "Hey guys, how are you?" and I knew it was him, I was said to myself, "Jesus, Mike, you pulled this off. I don't know how you did it, but you did it. This is fantastic. <laughs> I'm so glad I believed you and actually prepared." I was in the next room, just sitting there, kind of like listening, going, "Oh my God, that yep. really is Joe Rody on the phone." <laughs> I, I will. I'm going to give credit to Christina. I mean, I had no. had. Uh, I had had conversations with Joe, uh, like uh, not conversations, but like uh, he knew who I was. I met him a couple of times. I went to one of his talks uh, about snow leopards and, you know, introduced myself and he had retweeted me. And he actually, at one point, there was a rumor going around that he was fired. And he right, reached I remember out that, to yeah. me. He reached out to me and said, can you do me a favor? Can you say uh, on Twitter that, uh, you know, we were talking about rhinos or something and I had just mentioned I had not been fired. I'm, you know, I'm still I'm still working for Disney. Could you just do that? Because this is so silly. <laughs> I said, sure, that's fine. And I had just mentioned, I, you know, pushed about a couple of years later and I had mentioned to Christina, you know, we should I should do get Joe Rody on the show one of these days. I should ask him. I don't know what to talk about, but I don't know. And now he's no longer with Disney. She's like, she, he's no longer with him. Just DM him right now. Do it. And I did. And yeah, no, no, you did. You did. You said, just just DM him. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? And I, I'm trying to look at his response now. He he responded to me by basically saying, you know what? Uh, here, here. August 9th, 2022. <laughs> Joe, would you ever be interested in coming on Radio Harambe to discuss planning it, your trips, your conservation efforts? We would stay away from any topic you wouldn't want to discuss. And he responded two minutes later. Actually, I may have a use for that soon. I'm going to be promoting a series of prints for the Himalayas to raise money for local arts community. And, right. blah, blah, blah. and then he gave me his email address and then, you know, we went from there. Um, yep. So, yeah, it was Christina saying, just 
Just text. Just DM him. See what he'll, if he'll and do it. And we have fabulous art in our guest. <laughs> <laughs> and right. I have fabulous art. <laughs> and I have Joe Rody's phone number. So there's. A... And, <laughs> and I think I think Mike also needs to be thanked by that organization because those things sold out right away. And yes, we were did. the only ones they really did. pushing. There was it. like one print that lasted a couple, yeah. of, a couple weeks, but they all sold out eventually. Yeah. I mean that we were the only ones really pushing it. Not now the other Disney places weren't really. Blogs nope. and social media weren't really talking about it. It was just us, and it 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 went. It was that was, yeah that that was my favorite moment. Hearing Joe on the there other side, the other <laughs> end of the phone, <laughs> telling me about his uh, you know getting caught in a flood or whatever it was on horseback on <laughs> in the Himalayas or whatever <laughs> whatever story he had for us. It was amazing. Any funny moments? Funny, so moments. many of them. That's a, that's <laughs> Any one. Anytime we were in a room with the Disney hipsters, you never stopped laughing. Yes, that's true. They were they were quite humorous. Um, yeah. Was there any funny moments? <laughs> I love how he's thinking about this when he knew the questions ahead of time. I know. Well, <laughs> so this one, the, these are being sprung on Dave. You have time to think. I did have time to think. I think Mike's. I think Mike's favorite. Ago. I think Mike's favorite moments when he when he laughed the most is when he would read uh, another a- iTunes review that talked about how much that's fair. That's I hated that's Disney. What? Like he used to get I, a big I charge out of reading those. Uh, the only iTunes reviews I ever read were one star ones. <laughs> or ones you never that, read the five star. No, ones never. Really? Oh my Not god. Not in the air. Thank people, but I would never yeah. read them. I would only read the well, the one star, the ones that really ripped into Dave. That's the one. Right. That's the ones I always read. That's true. That's probably the funniest moment. <laughs> For me, anyway. <laughs> if you had a question, what's the most annoying moment? That would probably be <laughs> No, I found them funny, too. Uh, <laughs> they, were, they were funny for me. I was annoyed so much. Because, I mean, you think about, like, just, again, I mentioned this before, but how much has changed and the stuff that, some of the things that we really loved and how a lot of things were removed and, you know, bands and uh, the prices going up and stuff like that. Like, it was easy it was easy for me to for it to be a negative sounding thing for me. I think too easy. I think too easy a lot of times, right? And so, uh, you know, every once in a while, Mike would read those things, and I would, you know, kind of be able to laugh at myself a little bit and be like, "Yeah, I probably did go a little too far on Frozen there." <laughs> right. What was your favorite part about uh, being a host on Radio Harambe? I think it's probably, um, probably the fans. I guess their interaction with different people, the the compliments I would often get. People would come up to me. I mean, there was a couple of times. I went. I did um, flights of wonder. I knew how to get on stage. I knew exactly where to sit and when they were going to ask for somebody. And I shot up before they even asked, and with my, holding my camera because they would always ask. Is you know if you have a camera you know I was already up and it would, I I got picked like three different times, and a couple of different times, I had somebody come up to me afterwards say I love your show, I know uh, you're Safari Mike I, I know I love your show because I, I invariably I wore one of our shirts uh, back then it was just like Radio Harambe or whatever or not a half day park, um, so that kind of stuff I enjoyed I like when people would would like come up to me and. And uh, say hi, and, and I've, I've and I've met lifelong friends for from this, um, and from Twitter I met a a beautiful woman sitting right next to me. So I mean that <laughs> part has to do with the show. I, I think uh, for me, um, you know, those eight or nine years that I was doing the show uh, for both Mike and I, um, there were a lot of difficult times personally in those years, medically and personally and stuff like that. We, we there was a lot of turmoil, but, um, and there was a lot of times, you know, and uh, that uh, also turmoil that everybody else went through pandemics and things like that. Right. And, and difficult times. And, uh, you know, Mike had health problems and health issues and I had lost a baby, um, right. early and on. And we lost and our mom. That was a tough one. And, too. Our, and our mom and, and the list goes on and on. Right. It's a, it's a, it was a very turbulent eight or nine years. Um, but I always had every week or so, no matter where Mike was or what we were doing, 
Nairobi or uh... where? No, no, no. I mean, like if you were in Las Vegas or, oh. if, you know, we couldn't get together because we were. We always managed to get together and have a conversation about this. And it was not only great to be able to sort of step away from the, the things in my, you know, the things that were going that were crazy in life. But it was nice to step away from those things for that hour and so and talk to my brother about Disney, something that I think made us both happy and Despite something that people we, thought we both right, so, something that we both loved, <laughs> you know, and it was a chance to do it with Mike. And it was something that yeah. that, uh, you know, that that we were able to do. So that yeah. that really was my favorite part of it. That's a good answer. He's got my answer beat. <laughs> it's a very what answer? Sweet. She sweet. said, oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it was. I said it was sweet and sentimental. Yeah. It's nice. And I and I hung on for about a year longer than I probably should have because of Mike. <laughs> uh, and, and in fairness, Dave, uh, for uh, quite some time, a year or more, was saying, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Yeah. yeah I was saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I felt like the, I, I mean, we, I've explained this to you guys a million times, so there's not, no reason to go through it again. But, uh, the, you know, the company was in, was going in a very different direction. It was getting very expensive and I wasn't able to afford it. And the expensive thing was the thing that always bugged me the most. Right. Sure. And I felt like Mike said a little bit before, like, you know, Avatar is open. Things are happening. There's not much more to talk about. Like we've gone. I think that might be changing soon, Dave. I think that might be changing soon. What do you mean? Oh, I think they're going to announce a big addition pretty coming soon. What do you think it's going to be? Oh, uh, it, it could be anything. It could be Moana. It could be. Uh, it could we, be numerous things. Well, we it, just got back from our trip down there, and it. Um, Dino Land is. On they're the definitely not. It, it's. They're not repairing anything. They're removing stuff. It's. Well, definitely, definitely, Dinorama is going. I mean, Primeval World is now gone. It's just sort of like an empty lot now, mm-hmm. and it's going to be replaced by uh, an IP, and that drives me insane. And Probably. that's why I did. That's why I don't want to do the show anymore because I just I would spend so much. You think people hated my attitude oh, my towards God. Disney before? <laughs> you could only imagine what it would be like if you made me do a show about Disney now. And I haven't <laughs> been there in two years, in over two years, two and a half years. And that's the yeah, longest trip drought. Was, this time was the first time. time since March of 2021. My first in 2018. So. Right. I mean, yeah. I've been to Disneyland a few times oh, since yeah. then, but yeah. 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 It was a great trip, though, to be honest. We Good. had a lot of fun. And the new attractions are fantastic. But... Yeah. And you have to pay extra for all of them. So that's good. Yeah, you do. Well, yeah, yeah, we well, didn't pay extra for the Ratatouille one. We stood in that 80-minute line. That's oh, true. my God. Really? But... but... Um, he told me your favorite Pixar's Ratatouille. It is, so but I wouldn't. Stand you would be happy if, if they did a very good job with it. They did. It's a great ride. It's a great. I, ride. I would. I wouldn't stand on an eighty-minute line for it's anything. It's not. It's not a retelling of Ratatouille. It's. It's. They just use the characters and tell like a little different yeah. story. Good. That's and you know that's one of the things I like. I do. Yes. Does it have animatronics? That on our trip report, have, I think. Yeah, at our it, trip report, I mentioned your brother would have loved it. They didn't retell the story. Yes, you did say that. You did say. <laughs> is that. it is it animatronics or video screens? Video screens. Well, that, that's a mark against. Is there some animatronics with it? There was yeah, yeah. no animatronics. There was some. Uh, yeah. You were going through live sets, but they used mostly it was video screens. 3D. Nah. 3D. Nah. No, it's good. Nah. I, I'm yeah. telling you, it's good. And All right. To the galaxy. Unbelievable. Yeah, your daughter told me that was her favorite of the new ones by far. Unbelievable. She just loved it. Yeah, she loved it. But anyway, I digress. Any other questions? Right. Is there anything you would like to say to your fans? Ten years. Big deal. <laughs> well, I don't, I, have, I don't think I have. I don't think I have any. <laughs> <laughs> no, people. People love you and they want you back on. They do want you back. <laughs> they I do want you that. back on. I, it's a lot easier to fight with your brother than with your wife. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to walk away from that fight than it is. It's a lot easier. I hear you. I hear you. To, to uh, sleep peacefully sure. after fighting sure. as opposed to with your wife. But anyway, uh, with regards to fans, I, I just want to thank. I keep, like, I, for example, I just got right before we got, went on the air, I got a DM from somebody that said, I already listened to your trip report twice. It's fantastic. I, I, I just appreciate all the fans and all the positive feedback that we've had. 
uh, over the years, and the and the few that criticized Dave were few and far between. For the most part, uh, people liked the way the show is and was, and uh, liked all like all of us, and I I appreciate that very much. Yeah, there was a handful of times where I had to tell people I didn't say that Mike did. Because <laughs> he, because because let's not pretend in all of this that I was the only one who had problems. No, with that's, things that at was Disney. always the funny thing. Right, that was it, always the funny I, I thing. Mean, I always I was, got blamed for it. Right. I mean, if you go for like for, like what we're talking about the 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 episode three where we're talking about Avatar, I was the one bashing Disney for yep. trying to sh- shoehorn this into. I probably used the word shoehorn into yep. Animal Kingdom, and Dave was much more open to it at that time. Right. Um, so yeah, I was uh, often as critical as Dave was, but uh, I did a better job of masking that with uh, <laughs> positivity and yeah, and kind yeah. of sneaking and you know uh, asking Dave certain things that I knew were going to set him off. <laughs> right, right, right. I did right, a better right, job right. of that than he was better at setting me up than I was. Exactly. I never set, better I at didn't set him up very much. Person. Correct. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't set him up very much. I, I would. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would say exactly what Mike said. Like, uh, you know, thank you for for listening to it for all those years. For those of you who didn't like my opinions, I really appreciate those people who, uh, you know, talk to me about it. Who who right. would reach out to me by email or Twitter or something like that, and 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 engage on it. Um, and everybody who maybe didn't like the things we said, but kept listening because they respected the fact that we knew what we were talking about, that we were, had been there so many times and that, mm-hmm. you know, and that we, we knew what we were saying and we, our opinions are our opinions. Um, and for, I was, certain, the, I, was at, I was at Disney World the year after it opened. I was there in 1972. That's right. I was two <laughs> years old. Right. And right. I don't, obviously I don't remember a, a yeah. damn thing, but I was there. Yeah, and, and we, our parents took us basically every other year throughout our childhood. Yeah, I mean, I, I I used to say to people, you know, if you don't remember the time when Disney World was the Magic Kingdom, the contemporary, and uh, Polynesian. Polynesian, the Polynesian, don't don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Like like, don't don't argue with me about the history of Disney. Don't know it. You weren't there. You're, right. you, you know, but we were there through the whole thing, the opening of sure. all these parks. I mean. You were there months after the Animal Kingdom opened. We both were. Correct. Months, you know, within that, within a calendar year of, of each one of those parks, Epcot, the studios, and and the Animal Kingdom, we were both within in the park for the calendar year that was for sure. So we were always there. We were always. Yeah, I was I was there the fall yeah. of 1998. Opened in April. Right, and I think I was. And in it the immediately spring. became my favorite park. I mean, ha- having worked at the zoo right. from so, uh, at right. the Bronx Zoo for so many years as a volunteer, and then. Loving Disney going in, it was just an obvious. I mean, I used to think of, wow, wouldn't it be cool if Disney built a zoo? What what they could do with the with because they have resources that you know, um, a a city yeah. does not have when they basically <laughs> fund a zoo. Right. I remember Avatar opening, and you snuck down there for a visit. Yes, I did. And you were texting me, and I was going, "What? You were in Florida?" <laughs> 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 what? Yeah, I was there shortly after it, just to see it. To, to, uh, to uh, we talked about it on the show. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. what episode. I'd have to go look back, but yeah, no. it was an episode no. where you know Mike checks out Safari uh, Avatar Land or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, you know, and it's funny because as Mike said, it, he, not only did he like, you think about how that all worked out. Like Mike started off being not a fan of the not idea. I hated the idea, and he terrible. can't. He does not like the movie at all. No, I've been trying. I've been trying to get through the second one. Right. I'm about halfway through, it's just boring. I mean, I'll, I'll finish it at some point, but it's just. Right. I'll watch it for like 25 minutes, a half hour. I'm like, eh, I really. Want he this. thought the movie was terrible, yet he liked the 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 land. And then I, I was the one who was all, you know, was more open to it, and most certainly more open to the movie as well than he mm-hmm. was. And I didn't like the land at all. <laughs> so it's like we're it not making weird. this stuff up, you know. But, but to answer what she said about the fans, you know, just for everybody for sticking out, especially those who bought shirts and helped conservation and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. I mean, that was such a – that was, it was a thrill to have people, you know, take part of that and, and um, you know, respond to that, which I thought I, was really cool. Thank you for that um, trip down memory lane. Um, again, everybody, just check out our T Public store where the T-shirts that Dave was just mentioning can be found. You can look, get them at – 
my Twitter account at Jumbo Everyone or our Instagram, which is Safari underscore Mike or Disney's Animal Kingdom. Check them out. Every dime goes to conservation. And I, I thank you all again for listening for all these years. And one more time again, Kwaharini and go well. Now, who do